was predictable but in the end alright Joe Burrow will hate his fucking life and welcome back to Fuck You We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals one more time for this season I'm your host Alex Schubert sitting across from me is Lloyd Johnson Lloyd Johnson sitting to my direct left is Joel and a king and sitting behind first time guest and sitting behind him she'll chime in occasionally just say her name Lily Johnson. Lily Johnson, how are you a friend of this podcast, Lily? Lloyd's my dad. Lloyd Johnson is your dad. And how are you? 17. Remember that when it comes to ad reads, guys. <laughs> Remember that. Joel, how, how are you doing, bud? I'm great. How are You're you guys? Doing good. You're a longtime listener of this thing. Uh, you've been listening since uh, Alex Stone and Sam Evans did this? Yeah, I heard all the fucking bird jokes. <laughs> all I'll of them. I'll point out that every third... I think every third podcast so far this year, I've made sure to throw a bird joke in just for Alex. Yeah, love it. Or a frog joke. <laughs> okay. Put the birds in the frog. I will also say in our live podcast, he sat there, made eye contact, listened, laughed appropriately, became my favorite person in the room within five minutes of us starting recording. Easily. I mean, it, what there was there weren't many people to choose from. <laughs> well, there was a girl who it, it kept hiking her shirt down. <laughs> And that guy that kept standing up. Yeah, and then the drunk skater guy who... I don't know. The I, one guy was just playing games on his phone next to me the whole time. Yeah, he, he wasn't bad either. He laughed a lot. He was, yeah. he, was, he was paying attention, but you were you were dialed in. You were there. I really appreciated that. It helped. Also, there to hear jokes there, and I'm going to be drunk. taking a special caramel. Let's see how interesting this podcast gets. Yeah, I might eat mine too. <laughs> Alright, so we got about 45 minutes before this podcast starts taking place on Twitter. <laughs> Alright, let's go for it. Uh, Joel, so tell us about yourself, man. What do you do? Uh, I'm a barista. You're a barista at a coffee shop that is not too far from my apartment? Correct. What's It's Deeper Roots? Yeah. Deeper Roots. I've actually been there before. I didn't even know that you worked there. Been there about three, almost... Two and a half years, something like that. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I just love going there and writing and feeling like I can just be productive while writing. Because I feel like I can't, I don't feel productive when I write in my own apartment. Because like if I sit at a coffee shop, blow eight bucks on some pastries and a drink, yeah. I'll actually feel like, hey, I'm being productive today. I went somewhere and felt productive. Yeah, just Josh me, is always there writing. So. I was like, just tell me when you're writing, I'll come and sit behind you <laughs> and say awful things. And then... You'll get to Beth. Now I know where Lily gets it from. <laughs> Just so you guys are aware, Lily has been mercilessly <laughs> roasting the shit out of all of us as we prepared to start this podcast. Especially me, who Especially apparently me. I am... What am I, Lily? An indie singer? An indie singer. She dashboard confessional, my co-host, before we ever started. <laughs> it's not fair, man. 
She's uh, I sharpened this stick. I know how it pokes. It's quote it's Chad, Chad Daniels. Daniels <laughs> Chad Daniels, who the little plug, he'll be at Go Bananas, I believe. January 9th through eleventh. Great comment. Or nine ten. Nine, no, I think the whole weekend. I think he's doing the whole weekend. Right. Chad Daniels is the best to me, the best comic that regularly comes through Go Bananas. I couldn't agree more. He's one of my top three. Period. Top ever. like my top two are Attell and Geraldo. David Tell, Greg Geraldo. Number three might be Chad Daniels. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go Stanhope, Patrice. Maybe a toss-up between Chad and I was Greg listening Geraldo. To, uh, I was listening to Jim Norton. Not, I was listening to like Jim Norton stand-up not too long ago. Love He's you. told... Oh, so good. He told stories about how Patrice was just like a savage dude. He was. Uh, every, uh, everything about Patrice that I've ever heard... I'm like me and that guy would be friends. Old clips, no! of, old clips of O and A with him on it are like some of the funniest shit it ever. Really, like he. I don't want to say this about Sonic. He's like a black version of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like all the stuff that I liked that was part of like black culture that my dad didn't understand because we grew up in Alabama. Like all the things I liked, that he has my dad's interpretation of those things, and everything else, he's just was like my dad. He was the funniest dude. Like his opener. Um, in uh, Elephant in the Room, wasn't it how he like thanked the usher for putting the big titties in the front row? So here's a if you listen, there's an episode of O and A he was on where he didn't do his opener for that special. He walked out and saw that and got sidetracked. It was like, oh, titties in the front row. Like he and then he, what was going to be his opener, he fit in later and then added a new tag that he had never done in front of a crowd. And it killed. And it, that special is one of the best things that's ever been recorded. I wish it was an album. I don't think it's on Spotify, and I've checked. But uh, I think it's on Amazon Music. But really, yeah. I mean, I swear by Spotify. So I have a I have a few different options because every once in a while, like on the on the ride to work, I, I like to put on like Mitch Hedberg's strategic grill locations. Oh, Hedberg's one of he was one of my old favorites too. Because there's just something about that album, like in the way he did it, that. I don't care how shitty my day was before or how like bad I'm starting off a day. That album is always like brings you back to neutral and happy. I watched an old clip of his when he was on Craig Kilborn, and how Kilborn brought him out was he said, uh, "Your next comic tours clubs and colleges across the country, and he does comedy on the side." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mitch Hedberg. It's uh, I only saw Mitch once, and it was one of the greatest shows I was ever at. Where was it? It was a bananas. Oh, f- yeah, he was a fucking bananas regular. Yeah, it was with uh, Stan Hope, Sean Rouse. Uh, Sean Rouse just died, too. Yeah. Um, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mitch Hedberg was the New Year's Eve show going into 2000. I think you might be right. I think, I think when I saw him, was like, oh. Ah. I don't know. I'm he was good friends with... with uh, yeah. Apparently he was good friends with Josh Need too. Yeah, uh, Josh has said fantastic things about Josh. I was Josh's maintenance man when he lived at Kenwood Towers. Really? Yep. <clears throat> this was all at Go Bananas? Uh, apparently. Cool. I missed... The uh, place been open forever then, huh? Since 1990 as Go Bananas. That's awesome. Before that is... He was, it was a funny bone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah good place. I, I, I've been there before Lily was born. I went there a bunch of times, and I started writing jokes in a, a notebook, like wanting to. I was considering doing stand up then, 
And then when her mom told me she was pregnant with her, I threw all those away and went, oh, I have to be a dad. I have to be a responsible human being, and I can't. And you raised a savage. <laughs> yeah, I, she's, she's just... I'm only saying that to prevent her from roasting me again, which I don't think is going to be the case. I, you're, she still roasts me. And <laughs> she's roasted a few players, too. That's why we're going to have her chime in. And she's roasted a lot of the comedians around town. Like, as they come to buy my Oh, Nose Ring Jeffers yes. is my favorite story. <laughs> that's, that's, to this day, one of the proudest moments of my life was her just... Not only saying the joke, but walking out on the end and then holding her door open just long enough to give me the nod. Like, I know I just crushed it. <laughs> oh, you told that last week, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I told it. One episode. Yeah, a week or two ago. Whenever it was. Yeah. But. It was one of the proudest moments of my entire life was like realizing, like, oh, my kid has timing. <laughs> like, I did something right. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. Uh, so other than having having your kid in town, you were in town for Christmas, I'm assuming. Yeah. Nice. In town for Christmas. And- yeah, I was gonna say she dashboard confessional of you. You said your girlfriend. She's like, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> like, she's just been annihilating all of us to the point where I, I've only gotten happier every time, even though she's making fun of me as well. So every career path I've brought up in this room while I've been here, she has just looked at me like I'm crazy. Well, I mean, you're a substitute teacher and a DJ. And yes. A DJ. Yeah. Do you hear? Do you hear? That yes, exactly, voice? exactly. But no, she looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. But I'll say right now, like if you were a kid in a class I had, you'd be the one who's like, "All right, you're you're the best. You're the best." She'd be the one who's like, "What's your Instagram?" <laughs> I think I, I talked about this, but I've had that. Oh, I talked about it on the live pod. Yeah. No, the the one time I got a follow, I didn't even know that. Uh, I didn't. She didn't even ask. Like, she just found me. Like, I we went back to my desk after taking attendance, and I got back and had an Instagram notification that I got a follow. Thinking about you sitting at a desk. Thinking about me sitting at a desk. It's what about? Funny. It's just funny. It's a teacher's desk. You it's... don't look like a teacher. Because I'm in a Bengals jersey and jeans. I yeah, don't think that has anything to do with it. DJ and teacher. You can't, you can't look like a teacher all the time. No, never. I'm sure he takes educating our youth very seriously. From time to time. Like, I'll only just say, like, here's your assignment. Fucking get to work. I, I mean, we're trying to talk up the merits of a substitute teacher to somebody who every teacher she's ever had in her entire life has had my phone number <laughs> in their cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one, one of her teachers in second Can we tell these stories, by the way? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I'm paying for it for the past 17 years. Yeah, I get I get access to these stories. Now, one of her teachers called me, like, before a field trip, like, can you talk to her and just let her know, like, this is something where the kids get excited and we want them to enjoy this. <laughs> Lily's going to make fun of these people for being happy about this. <laughs> and, again, that was one of those moments where I probably should have been, like, uh, but it made me really happy. Basically, <laughs> the teacher was like, the kids are going to be excited. We're going to a nature preserve. We know that Lily volunteers at the zoo. Every Just can you talk to her and make sure she doesn't? <laughs> her teacher tried to find the nicest way of saying, like, make sure she doesn't shit on every other kid in the class <laughs> for liking a turtle. <laughs> and I couldn't have been happier. It was, it was it's the best. 
I was sitting in my driveway in my car, <laughs> and I walked in, and she has no idea why, but I walked in, and I just gave her a big hug, because I got that phone call as I was pulling up to my house, <laughs> and I walk in, I give her a big hug, and I'm like, I, I bought her whatever she wanted for dinner that night, like, she couldn't have known how much of a rock star she was in that moment. And you didn't tell her either? No, of course not. I can't. <laughs> hey, your teacher called me, called me to tell you not to shit on all of your classmates. <laughs> then you just shit on them more, so. Yeah, because... She likes attention because I'm her dad. So. <laughs> and you're like you're, <clears throat> and it's like you're one of you're one of us. You're like a comedian in a sense by default. You're you're essentially a member of the scene. Oh yeah, I, I there's not a group of people on this planet I would defend more ardently than like the Sensi Comics. Yeah, the Sensi Comics. Like do you, were you on um, this previous week? There was a dude. He came to the mics at. Pearls in Mount Lookout and the hub in OTR. It got to the point he said fuck so many times that like two minutes into a set I started counting. I there's a story about Greg Fitzsimmons where he made a uh, he took a twister board and he wrote fuck on all the places <laughs> and then like blanked half of it out and he would sit there as Boston comics start going and he would move the fuck meter across. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, one of the first things I ever had to hear about Greg Fitzsimmons like I like this guy fuck me dude. but he apparently like actually made a visible, visible representation where he could stand on the side of the stage and move the fuck meter for Boston Comics oh that's went awesome and I was just like alright I don't I, I love this guy right now like like the only the main Boston comic I know is uh, Tom Dustin I don't know if you know him I know Tom Dustin Tom's the best Really? I, uh, I, I tucked Tom, in, Tom, Tom into his bed in his hotel room. <laughs> and he, for the 30 minutes that I was there, making sure he got, like, it was after Bruja. For the 30 minutes, he called me by a different name. Almost every time he addressed me, not once was it my name. I have a similar story with a different comic, but um, my first Bruhaha ever was uh, the year Tom Green headline. Oh, God. It was so... Dude, he was the shit to hang out with. Oh, I bet. I, Did he sing the bum song? I don't think so. He probably made up a new one on the spot that was better than anything I can think of. So, so the first year, there's a video of this on Facebook somewhere, but we were all singing Don't Stop Believing," just on the main stage at Brouhaha at Sawyer Point. And then for a half hour... Mikey, the GM of Go Bands, let me hang out with him for a bit. Like, we're oh, all, shout out to Mikey. Yeah, love the it. best. Couldn't love that dude anymore. He's one of the funniest non-comics I've ever met. But uh, So I was hanging out with Tom Green for a half hour. We were like mingling with people. And for a half hour, he introduced me to people as his brother, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember when he uh, spray-painted the hood of his parents' cars with the lesbians? I do. I remember watching that on MTV. That's like, I, did, I did not see... He's like the OG. <clears throat> he was way before Bam on pranking parents. Bam just like, like Bam, stole that. Bam is actually, like, on record, said, like, part of this was me watching Tom Green. And then he went on to say how, like, his parents had like a fucked up banister in the, the, their house, and that's why the whole like sledding down the stairs thing happened. Was he knew he could just pay, like make MTV pay to fix it? I only remember um, Bam Margera from Tiny Hawk because he was a skateboarder. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's the only. I never I never saw Jackass. I, the MTV I remember was those shitty dating shows. Chris Hardwick. No, that was a. Uh, 
singled out. Yeah. Which was like 20. Like shitty dating show. Essentially. You mean like next and shit? Next. That kind there was of another show called Parental Control. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Lily, you would. There's a role that you would play in the show. Did you ever watch Parental Control? I did not. So what it was was. Don't take this the wrong way, but there would uh, be. Is um, he trying to put me in a crappy dating show? No. Well, no. Serum out. Serum out. So what it is is there's um, the mom and the dad don't like their kids' uh, significant other. So what they do is they interview a bunch of people. The mom picks a person for their kid to go out with, and the dad does as well. And at the end, they all get together in the room, and the son's like, um, he eliminates one person. And it's like, he either picks his current girlfriend or one of the two people that his parents picked. So who am I? You are <laughs> the girlfriend that the parents don't like. <laughs> here's why okay first of all you've been roasting me since I got here it's a little revenge that's, that's a given true. here's why because a lot of times like so one of the aspects of the show is they'd be like videotaping the dates and the mom and the dad and the girlfriend would be watching it at home aren't we supposed to be talking about football isn't that we'll what we're get to that we're, we'll get, we'll get, we're we'll getting get to that. that we're gonna bullshit for a little bit uh, I just made Lily blush. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, but, um, but no, one of the things, uh, I remember one particular episode where this was great, but a lot of times the girlfriend would just sit there and roast the girls that he would be going out with. And I could yeah. see you being phenomenal oh. at that. That's yeah. all I do all day. If you That's put all me in- I was doing walking around the mall today. If you put me and Lily on that show, like, she would get that I would just pick the funniest one. Because, <laughs> like, in my house growing up, if it was funny, you weren't in trouble. Like, my dad caught me trying to super glue my middle brother to a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even get mad. He just saw, like, the shiny stuff on the seat and looked at me and went, what'd you do? Like, no, no, I was just sitting here playing my intro. He's like, come on, man. I was like... I took that super glue you brought home from work and put all over the toilet seat because I knew Waylon likes to poop after he eats. <laughs> so I thought it would be hilarious to super glue him. I got in zero trouble for that. Did your dad just let it sit? No, he, he took the toilet seat off and was like, hey, just so you know, I gotta go to the store and get another one of these, but don't use the toilet for a minute. I want to I wanna have that kind of kid someday. And her growing up, if it was funny, she wasn't in trouble. <laughs> You like, seem pretty funny, so did you ever get in trouble? She did. At it was, school. It was usually for stuff she did to other people. <laughs> like, she adapted pretty quick to the way we worked. Like, as long as she could make me laugh, <laughs> she was fine. And she did enough weird, just super weird shit on her own that wasn't even designed to make me laugh. Like, she used to read books on the kitchen floor. Oh, my god! Because it was the coldest floor in the house. And if you walk in like, Lily, why are you laying on the floor reading books? She's like, because it's cold! <laughs> like, as if you were just the worst person in the world for interrupting her reading. <laughs> you, she also had some pretty funny punishments, which were the two ones that you brought up oh, in particular. What were they, Lloyd? Alright, so, before I go into that, you have to understand that normal punishments were utterly ineffective. <laughs> if I sent her to a room for a timeout, she would sit in a chair in the doorway of her room and stare at me mean mug style 
for hours on end like, without getting up and going to the bathroom, without making a sound, without looking away. She would stare you down. Mean mug stuff. So I had to get more creative. Uh, as she got older and started to care about what other people at school thought and have a smartphone. and The two main punishments that she hated were I took her smartphone away and she had to have a flip phone. How'd you, okay, first of all, how'd you switch the plan? I had both active. So it was like a burner We had Ting almost. on the flip phone, so I could just, I would watch YouTube on it to make him have to pay extra money because I was pissed at him. I could shut it down at any time. She just thought it made a difference, but I let her have that one. Um, and then I made her wear a uniform to school, which was a school that did not have uniforms. What was the uniform? It was a, I literally looked up the suggested uniform for a Catholic high school. <laughs> Button-down shirt, khakis, and um, nurse shoes. They yeah, were, they I, I were made of rubber. Nursing shoes. For her. <laughs> and I handed them to her, and she looked at me like. <laughs> I, cried, I cried in the middle of a Kmart that day. Yeah, she she looked at me with hatred that usually represents like years of trauma, like that kind of hatred. Like as soon as I handed it to her, like you're gonna wear these. She just looked at me with a. I was like, she goes to Adam. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh man and uh through all that she ends up graduating high school a year early cause she's awesome and smart so I did something college plans kinda right um I might go to UC or University of Dayton um and I wanna be an OBGYN so I will say that, uh Saturday jackets. nights um I DJ near UD you DJ at UD yes you DJ yes okay Swear to God, I can show you videos. I would prefer not to see those. <laughs> not, not of me. I'm not just like I'm not spinning the ones right. and twos. Like, are you gonna show me videos of white kids dancing? Exactly. Yeah, no, I'll pass. I've been doing enough bar mitzvahs. God damn it! <laughs> I love this kid. <clears throat> no, she she Lily lives in Jacksonville, Florida. Boo. And she moved down there and immediately became queen of all the rich white kids that live in the, the area her mom moved to to the point where her mom started having to give teachers phone numbers which becomes funnier if you heard the conversation before Lily's never had a teacher that did not have my direct cell phone <laughs> and now another teacher has Lloyd's all cell phone of her number teachers. all of her teachers in Jacksonville even the one who was like hey I used to live in Cincinnati I have what's his name I don't know. I think it was Mr. Ray. Uh, well, he has, like, still has family that lives up here. I think it might have been Mr. Ray. Yeah. He called me. He, he just, would like, tell me about the Black he's Panthers. Like, Who's his he's like bullshitting with me about Cincinnati. I'm like, uh, so I thought you said you were my kid's teacher. Where were you? He's like, oh, yeah, just by the way. So, you know, she is, uh, she every once in a while takes the opportunity to really just shoot down other students when they try to do things that are a little out of the box. Or out of the <laughs> <level>. <laughs> and I went, like, I don't know what you want me to do with this information, but yeah, I got you. Like, I, I understand that happens. I don't make fun of kids for being weird, though. I'll put that in there, because I, I think I'm pretty weird. I make fun of kids for being stupid. If you're stupid, you're not, we're not friends. So what, so what qualifies, and I, I've done a lot of stupid things. Yeah, I can tell. But what? <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. You're a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you're white. You're like, what, 5'7"? You're a five seven five white seven and DJ. a half. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and a half. Five nine. But I'm five nine. You're not five nine. 
I'm, I get measured by the doctor. Anyway. I, I like that our guest is absolutely stone silent. <laughs> That's my daughter standing over his shoulder. I don't want her to roast me. Like, I know it's just coming. I mean, it's I'm a, I'm a comic. Time. I've been taking it for years. In the I was... <laughs> I've been the... I, for, for my first year and a half in stand-up, I was the new guy. Even as new people came in, I was still the new guy for a year and a half. <coughs> that was for a while. I'm glad my my 17-year-old can revisit those years for you. <laughs> you! So, pr- Lloyd kind of, like, talked you up a little bit about how you, like your roasting skills. You live up to the hype. I, I'm not I'm not disappointed at all. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm being very lowly right now. I'm, like, floored. Floored. Impressed. What else? What else is there to I say? I don't know what to say to that. I can't really thank you for that. I, mean, I, I should probably you, thank my dad for that, honestly. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. What the fuck happened last week? Bengals uh, lost thirty-eight to thirty-five. They did exactly enough to make you think, like, oh. They might be pulling it. To, no. no. It was 35 to 12 with how much left in the fourth quarter? It's like four or five minutes, I think. Something like that. Not much. They were down by 23. It was enough to make me and my friends say, like, oh, fuck, this game's over. Let's go outside and throw a football. Then I come in like a half hour or maybe more later to get another beer. And I'm like, yo, uh, the game's in overtime. I'm also going to point out, as you said, me and my friends go outside to throw football. Lily's eyebrow shot up to her hairline. Yeah, I have like two friends. What? Two? (laughs) One of them, your girlfriend? No, she doesn't count. She also threw quotation marks in the air. Uh, And then I was like, yo, the game's in overtime. And my buddy was like, what game? And I said, Bengals. And he said, shut the fuck up. And. Turns out it was. Yeah, it was just, it really was like that perfect amount of like, you're like, oh shit, maybe they're pulling this shit together. And then they did just enough to make you be really disappointed with how it went. Yeah. Which we did lock up the first pick, Joe Burrow, which more than likely be Joe Burrow. We'll get to that in a little bit. Look up his old tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, is he the new Josh Allen? Uh, Is it better than Trubisky's I Love Kissing Titties? Oh, that's right. There's. Think of all the things that a NFL quarterback should never tweet, and he has like one for each category. <laughs> Perfect. Like, did he hit a racist one? For sure did. Did he hit a really sexist one? For sure did. Oh, of course. Everything across the line that he should not have said, he has. If you're that kind of player, how do you not just like go through your old Twitter and delete them? Like, time hop exists. You can did, see them every day. Apparently is there a time now hop for Twitter? Because yeah, I, I really hope that doesn't show up for me. <laughs> I'd be very interested in your old tweets. I'm not going to lie. Oh, they're... Nah. Oh, she has, like, three Twitter accounts. That way I can never find which one she's actually using. He did find my Twitter when I was 13, though. I did. And oh. uh, it wasn't good. It was... <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. use your real name on Twitter. It was a That's lot of... That's the one you can't let your friends, family, or coworkers follow. It was a lot of me people follow. out for some bad <laughs> stuff about, like... Robert Pattinson from Twilight and at the time her Twitter handle I think was the same as her Sims name. I think that's how I No, it no. Out. No, my Sims name is your email. My thing uh it emailed you. It was like mutual friends cuz I used my real oh, yeah, email yeah, for that's it. Right. 
And so it was like Lily Boo or something. Yeah, it like wasn't that. great. I saw. <laughs> yeah. I looked it up. and I was like, that's really funny, but. You should have made it for sure. You could have roasted. That's public. I mean, the selfies on there, we're just not even going to talk about. That's. Um, oh, God. There's so many of the, like. The stay I don't know what this stay thing is. I wish I could show you the. It's like she's making an L with her, her index. And it's, an it's the shape of an L on her forehead. Was there, was there any of these? There were. There were, like, that, the head that, cradled shots. A lot of these. And all in the one, the one hand on the chin, like yeah, that's what I just did, and I would duck face up to my nose. I thought it was cute. I, oh. My first ever Facebook profile picture was me and my brother doing a duck face. It's on Facebook. You'll probably, I'll fucking pull it up. I don't have Facebook. I'm sorry. I'm not a 26. I have. Oh, is that a thing? Like, dude. No kids have Facebook now because I never. I'm old and I never even use mine. So. I mean, we don't really do Facebook. We're more Instagram. Facebook's kind of stupid. Um, it's yeah, really it only to watch videos of TikToks and um, TikTok is our word for stupid people. Um, makes sense. Everyone on TikTok's stupid, and including myself. Stuff. That's about all I think it's used for. Is just the marketplace and the chat room, and that's about it. I don't. I don't know Facebook. I think I made one when I was a kid. And well, here you go. Me because I. Lily <laughs> <laughs> just visibly cringed as Alex showed. That's pretty bad. His first face. Y'all look like the Sprouse twins. <laughs> <laughs> We're four years apart and we still look like twins. Specifically, uh, the Sprouse twins. Oh man. Apparently, they're pretty funny now. So as we're doing, so yep. So we digress. Um. Uh, what else? I so pound the pound the rock. You're very proud. I feel <laughs> I pound the really rock. Right yeah, I made that sound way cooler than not as cool as it actually was. But I think because for it was 35 to 12 in the fourth quarter. Dalton got like the first touch. I'm like, all right, he's racking up garbage time points. He's racking up his uh. His stat sheets. His fantasy stats. I did not think to put him in FanDuel at so all. So did Tyler Boyd. So did Tyler Boyd. I had John Ross. Because he's cheap. He got he he dropped a few, but he made a couple of good catches. He was overthrown a couple times. Yeah. He, uh dropped he dropped a couple catchable passes, some more difficult ones. Yeah. Which has been a theme for John Ross all year. He's just been screwing up a little he bit. He just runs with it before he actually catches it. Because he's lot. your deep guy. You yeah. like the broadcast were talking about, like, he's your deep guy. You know what he's going to do. So yeah, just, like, dart downfield. Like, when he was in college, wasn't he, like, the like the middle route guy? Like, he was the first wide receiver for Washington. Like, I he kind of – I think he did like, play, like, slot a little yeah, bit. The, but wrong, the when you're that right, fast, you have that luxury to play any position, like, slot guy. I think the Bengals are just scared to put him there because he's so injury prone and they think a linebacker is just going to fucking annihilate him. Or well, something. Yeah, he's what? Five foot three? Yeah. Yeah. And he's really skinny, too. No, he's not. I mean, he's fast oh, as he's... a motherfucker. It's yeah, insane. 4.22. Yeah, that's fastest of all time. Fastest 40 yard dash of all time. That's great. And he was what a. Ninth overall pick. And he was split time in college as a running back wide receiver every once in a while. Like, I think he might have been. I'm, I'm not sure what he was. Every play, like, we need this kid playing. He was on Snoop Dogg's youth team. <laughs> you knew who the pick after him was in the NFL draft, right? Nope. Mahomes. Yep. 
Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Also, wait, no, different year. What for? What <laughs> I was gonna say, Lamar Jackson, but that Lamar was Jackson. Billy Price wasn't he married to a Kardashian for a while, or was that a different one? Lamar Odom. Oh, you would know. Yeah, yeah he did crap. I know sports. And she knows Kardashians. <laughs> yep, worlds collide. Um, uh, high school student, lame DJ. They they collide. Don't group me in with that. <laughs> it's right. a part-time you can, thing. You can say high school student, maybe substitute teacher. Those two correlate a little bit Yeah, better. they do a little bit. But um, don't group me in with your DJing. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I don't, I don't want to. I just... <laughs> I'm not. I don't scratch. I just play music and. So you're just a human iPod shuffle. That's that's what you are. I'm a human iPod shuffle with good transitions and taste. With good He's transitions and taste. taste. Yeah. I, I saw Alex DJ at the ladder plate, whatever. Ladder nineteen. I remember that. Where all of the bouncers were looking at me like, please don't fuck everyone up here. <laughs> like, I've never walked You came somewhere. in with uh, Rand and Kyle one night. Yeah. I, I remember that. As I Kyle. walked through the door, I just remember all of the bouncers looking at us like, dude, we're 19. Don't fuck us. Like, just don't. <laughs> every one of them. Like, Did they made, think you were cops? I don't know what they thought, but I know as soon as I walked in, every one of them made eye contact with that look like, come on, man. Like, I make seven ninety five an hour. <laughs> you sure they weren't making that face at Kyle's nose ring? <laughs> Don't try so hard. I mean, they were. I thought you mentioned that joke earlier. We I did. Just... We did. Only so many callbacks. It's all right. Huh? All right. <laughs> so, I think the Bengals came back. Unfortunately, lost it in overtime, and now this last thing we'll discuss before the um, for the reads, which will be done by our friend Lily over here. Uh, she needs to make Sims money, but so the Bengals have. We're doing this. You want that expansion pack? Leave me alone. Oh, now you're sensitive. All right. Um, so the Bengals have locked up the first overall pick, more than likely Joe Burrow. Yeah, you have to assume that's what's. You can't like uh, on the NFL today. Boomer Esiason gave Joe Burrow, who appeared on the show, a Bengals helmet. Yeah. That's... So he knows. Yeah, and I think pretty much everyone's expecting that. Like, and everyone... Mike Brown loves drafting a quarterback. Does he? Uh, wasn't the last time we used a first round pick on a quarterback, Carson Palmer? That was Carson Palmer. Yeah. Okay. And they signed him before the draft, even. Yeah. So they knew way ahead of time. Yeah, and I have to assume with a uh, head coach that's a former quarterbacks coach, like who was a former quarterback, he won. Yeah, he wants to lock up his guy. Yes, he wants his project because yeah, as I like Andy Dalton, I like what he's done for the organization. Andy Dalton will be a great quarterback in Arizona in two years. Uh, Boomer Sison, I believe, the fuck needs one. I believe it was Boomer Sison who put this, and I completely agree with it. He's going to be someone's Ryan Tannehill. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be the correspondent. I think he's gonna go somewhere else and show off. He's had fantastic years. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think he's gonna go somewhere where he has like a real O line, and look like Peyton Manning for three years. I said a great fit. I thought about this. Um, a great <laughs> fit for Carson Palmer. I think the Colts. 
Yeah, they would have been for sure. They've always been a f- passing offense. And- well, they well they've had. Look at their last twenty years. Peyton Manning. That one year they had Curtis Painter, Andrew Luck, and yeah. now Jacoby Brissett. I don't think Jacoby Brissett is a franchise quarterback. I don't no. think he's a quarterback. Well, he's a quarterback, Lloyd. I think he'd make a fantastic tight end. I see that. Yeah. But I don't see Jacoby Brissett as the guy that is putting the Colts over the edge. No, here's here's my prediction. If Tampa Bay is smart, they will snatch up Andy Dalton, use him out for about three years to develop the guys they have, and then go. Because they have an O-line right now that if they had someone behind it, potentially could be good. I also just had this thought pop up. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville goes for him either. I know they have Foles. They locked him up for a little bit. But, but they, they benched, benched him. him for Gardner Minshew, who he, has also been mediocre. But will he go to Jacksonville? I don't think he will. I think Dalton would shine in a more um, like a high-profile, bigger-market team. I could see him at like a Green Bay or something like that, like a big market team that just decided, like, hey, we're going to – we're going to do okay for two years before we find the new guy? Uh, the Raiders apparently are looking around for a quarterback. Well, I think when they go to Vegas. Panthers. Yeah, I think when that's Vegas, they're going to go all Panthers all would not be bad. If they get rid of Cam Newton, I would not be Broncos. surprised. Broncos. Well, the Broncos just got Drew Locke, and they're basically handing the keys of the franchise yeah, to Drew Locke. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're a couple years out from them making a change like that. but If, I mean, if honestly, at all. Like, Tampa Bay's been developing an O-line. They just haven't. Like I think they were the other bid on Fitzpatrick before he went to Miami. He was he was there last year. <clears throat> well, I'm saying like I think this year he, he they was tried there. to get him again. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up in Miami because their new coach really loves Jameis Winston. Oh, Bruce Arians. Yeah, he said uh, like um, Bruce Arians said that he uh, you Jameis Winston is either really really good or really really. He bad. throws like. Four picks every game, but also about 400 yards for five touchdowns. Because he has it's Chris insane. Godwin and Mike Evans. Yeah. He also has that Warren Moon arm where it's just like, oh, you're 72 yards away? Sure, yeah. I'm going to make you fall over when I hit you with this pass. <laughs> yeah, because like, he also has Brashad Perryman who's finally doing something. Because he was in Baltimore for – because he was Baltimore's first-round pick. And all of a sudden – like, because he essentially – I thought he was just going to flame out of the lead. And all of a sudden – Goblin and Evans get hurt. Rashad Perriman's all of a sudden the star of the team. Yeah. Right. He proved that you can actually be happy while in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. And now they have Lamar Jackson, who, that's insane. Let's just break a new record every week. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's probably going to date a Kardashian. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably, uh, what's, what's the one that just bought her kid a house? Oh my gosh, Kylie, she just broke up with Travis Scott. See? What? There you go. Well, there you go, Lamar. Oh, no. Even though he looks like a uh, black ninja turtle. He absolutely does. I, I that sounds like Chloe's type completely. He's well, one of the ugliest people. From the second Sega Genesis game of the caveman who ran around and broke things with his forehead. I mean, not anymore. She kind of looks like a normal person I mean, now. she had her forehead shaved down with some kind of industrial grinder or something. <laughs> But, yeah, her, her forehead is now only 7 inches tall as opposed to the 14 it used to be. <laughs> so, last thing we'll discuss before we get to Lily's ad reads. So, when the ba- if assuming the Bengals draft Joe Burrow, I've been debating this with 
I was with my brother, my dad. What do you do with Burrow if you draft him? Like, if you keep, let's play all the scenarios. If you keep Andy Dalton, what do you do with Burrow? Uh, you put Burrow on the back burner for one year, and then you trade Dalton away for two picks in the second round. Uh, you trade away your second round pick this year for two for a third round and a fifth round, something like that, and pick up offensive linemen. I mean, if I'm going by what Chip Morton has done in the past with his, like, he's picked. There's a reason that all the Bengals end up on the Patriots. Like fucking Rex Burkhead. Half their Jeremy deal. Hill flamed the fuck out. Well, uh, he Thank also God. tore up both of his knees two years in a row and then went. And they they were like, we can milk one more out of you. Yep. And they did. They were, Jeremy Hill was fun for a little bit, but then he just flamed but, out. I mean, there's a reason that every person that used to be a Bengals player is now playing somewhere else and doing well. Is that, like, they have amazing, every year they get an A or a B in the draft. They draft great guys, and then those guys go on to have great careers somewhere other than the Like a Blaze with the Jaguars, and I have no idea what he's up to. He's been starting a lot and doing fine, which is bizarre because he's one of the worst picks ever. Didn't he, like, hate, like, didn't he, like, not have a passion for football when he played for Cincinnati? Yeah, I, I, it looked like it the way he played on the yeah. field. I suppose he had a passion for Percocet at the time, so that might be <laughs> a little excusable. I would if I was a Bengal, too. He just rolled it up for a little. I mean, oh, sorry, Lily. Sorry, Lily. We 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 went we went into a little discussion about Juice World. We did. We actually did a Juice World song, and I, I literally thought Alex before the podcast, like Lily, will love this, but you didn't listen. I I'll doubt you up. listen. I need to listen to something while I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm Dad burn. <laughs> I'm I'm on this too, and I don't blame you. Um, so if you keep Dalton, because a lot of I times to his DJing, it'll keep me up at night. So. Go fuck yourself. All right. Um, <laughs> so, what a lot of what a lot of teams try to do, I see this all the time. A lot. What a lot of teams try to do is they try to sit their quarterback for a little bit. They see like because the the Browns did it with Baker Mayfield, the Giants did it with Daniel Jones. What they do is they try and have them sit and learn the system, but the quarterback that's ahead of them, say Eli Manning or a Tarod Taylor, they end up so shitty. That you're like, all right, now you have to go in to prevent us from just shitting out the season. Right. The Bengals so did many... that with Carson Palmer and John Kitna. Well, John Kitna... It worked well, out. Because Kitna was not bad. Yes, he was. He wasn't great. He wasn't great. He was... He Dalton is definitely better than him, but... Jeremy Hill would have been better than <laughs> But... I think John Kitna's best was like 8-8. Eight and eight. That's what not, it was because um, that was the year they transitioned from Dick LeBeau to Marvin Lewis, it's and they went from two and fourteen to eight and eight. That a rookie quarterback did really well because they had an amazing offensive line and really good skill players around them. John Kitna couldn't work with that. Yeah, apparently Jesus was not <laughs> taking his... that wheel. <clears throat> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just... Kitna was a huge Christian, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, uh, he he he. Uh... And Dalton's a huge Christian. We were. Uh, uh, Joel and I were talking about this before the podcast. I've actually met Andy Dalton. I don't know if I told you the story. Recently this week? No. It was you. Did you meet him earlier this week? No. Okay. I met him at uh, the Crossroads Church in Oakley like six years ago. 
Were you DJing? <laughs> yes, I, I was. He was missing a Zach Wyckoff show. Yes, I was. <laughs> All right. All right. So makes sense. It was a. Uh, there was no Christmas show at Crossroads called Awaited. It was like their Christmas musical, and I got like kind of like I had seats like I had like pretty good seats actually. But then the I'm gonna judge by people. Alex's pupils if that's the size that of like an just started to kick in a little bit. It's kicking a little bit. Alex's pupils just doubled in size <laughs> in the last three minutes. It they hit. doubled in size in a light room. It's it's uh, it was notable. I'll say that. And uh, I I just so we're all clear. Like, I mean, I feel right fine, now. but I feel like something's. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. Yeah. So he was sitting. He was like, yeah, Crossroads Church. So Dalton is like a few seats behind my parents and and my brother. And I went over to him and I'm like, all right, don't freak out. But Andy Dalton is three rows behind you. And it was him and his wife. And I just saw him just looking up, plain as day. I'm like, oh, I had that. Oh, she's like, oh shit, that is Andy fucking Dalton. And like we were like, people went up to him afterwards. I shook his hand. He was (coughs) super nice as always. Or you said he came into uh, Deeper Roots? Yeah, one time. Nice. When was this? Last winter, I think. I think he's been in a couple more times since then, but I wasn't there. Uh, I'm the only one that likes football there, so. Oh. Uh, he lives our brother. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. see his wife more often, but. Yeah. I see him walk by all the time. I see her at the zoo every once in a while with the, with the double stroller. Yeah. Oh. They got kids. So uh, they don't rap it. They're Christian. So yeah. TCU frogs. TCU horn frogs. So yeah, if if you get rid of do you, if you get rid of Dalton, obviously you can't put Ryan Finley in. No, I would just dump him. Yeah, Finley will be. I mean, not, no offense. He'll be a ba- he'll be a backup for a couple more years. He'll be a decent backup for the Jets or something like. Yeah, I mean, like. Well, they have Simeon and Luke well, Falk. I was just picking like for a, another shitty a mid-level franchise. team. Like. Yeah, I could see him being a backup for the Giants. Yeah, because Eli's thing. gonna retire or die. He gets hit yep. too more times like he did earlier this season. He's gonna die. Yeah. So yeah, assuming the Bengals get Joe Burrow, I would think that they keep Andy for a year. They'd be smart too, because as a lot of Bengals fans, and I hate the way Bengals fans talk about their players. It's so fucking negative. It's insane. I Let's just stop it. I hate Bengals fans. They're the fucking worst, dude. Like, everyone... You go to a game, like... I don't particularly enjoy going to the stadium. I, I do not like giant crowds. I don't like... But I have a friend named Brian who really does enjoy going down. He's my suggestion. We'll, we'll go and we'll... Sit in the handicap section, which is amazing. Uh, if you've never got the opportunity, I don't doubt to do that. that. It's right in front of all the boxes, and you just sit in chairs, as opposed to like the stadium seats. So you can, you know, they have cushions and shit. Yeah, too, yeah right? you can sit there without someone, some fat lady's elbow digging in your armpit for sixty-five minutes. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> so we'll go down, and and the fans are always just—it's like, like we went uh, watched the Baltimore game I think two years ago. And I literally was like, I think I like the Ravens more right now. Than this I was have. when they had Flacco on the show. Yeah. There, there were people wearing a jersey that said Wacko for Flacco. Those people called dying a horrible fire. <laughs> 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 and 
And I'm, I'm going to reiterate this. If you've ever worn anything that said wacko for flacco, I not only hope that you, but everyone who's ever cared about you, <laughs> all suffer a horrific, painful death. Exactly. I still, with that noodling around in my noggin, I left there like, damn, I kind of like the Ravens a little bit more now because their fans are, they were nice. Because I, I think I brought this up earlier. Name one time that the Baltimore Ravens have been bad. Uh, what's the Ravens called the guy? Only the year. <laughs> I don't no, know. Prob- probably a bad, lot more right. of them. Uh, I don't know. They got Joe Flacco really early in the draft one time. 2008, so. he was a first-round pick. Yeah. It's the whitest thing that's ever happened. We just drafted a guy from Delaware. <laughs> that's right. His last name is Flacco. And everyone's like, you know he's in Baltimore, right? Like, you know where you're sending this guy? Like, are, we, is, are we okay with this happening? And now they have Lamar Jackson, who fits in very well. It, it, Lamar Jackson could do... I feel like you could make him a linebacker and he'd be a star. Yeah, anywhere. He just seems indestructible. Like, that dude is just athletic. And their backup, who they're starting this week, is RG3. And I saw this on Reddit not too long ago. Imagine in 2016 telling someone that RG3 would last longer in the NFL than Andrew Luck would. Exactly. But he didn't start as long. uh, I also probably think that Jared was also going to be a subway (laughs) spokesperson for that long. Yep. RG3 was a subway spokesperson. He was. Oh. Yeah, he lost <laughs> I all I forgot his, that. He lost all his sponsorship deals and didn't get arrested, ever. No, it just he just had the worst lineup of sponsorship deals that you could. Subway. And he also had the worst offensive line in Washington, and that's why. Right, which... His J- or what's his dick, the owner? That's why he got fucked up. What's the owner's name? God, why am I blanking out? Dan Snyder. Shit human being. He's the worst than Paul. He's worse than Mike Brown. He's a worse... Mike Brown's not a bad person. He's just a bad owner. But going back to, like, Bengals fans being terrible, that's always the first thing brought up by every Bengals fan. Like, I fucking get it. Like, the owner sucks. Get over it. It is what it is. Well, it's kind of like when you show up to a strip club and, like, all the girls are like, I hate my dad. You're like, yeah, we got that because you're here. I feel like <laughs> that works with Bengals fans as well. Like, Mike Brown's been our, our dad for a long time. We're all just basically, like, really sad strippers. The only good... At the brass ass. <laughs> like, no cover there. No, just C-section scores. I'll probably end up playing music there according team. to Lily. <laughs> hey, that'd be a good DJ game. I believe it. They make a cut. The Have one time... The one, the first time I ever went to a strip club was in Dayton at a club called Diamonds. Lily, I've only been to a strip club I twice. I can't imagine you at a strip club. I have a bit about it. I'm like, I don't have the cadence of a dude who goes to strip clubs. I shout, don't. Shout out to the owner of Diamonds. That dude is fantastic. <laughs> I love how we're giving strip club owners well, shout outs right now. I've only been there once, and I, I don't do strip clubs. It's just not me at all. But I went for a friend of mine. Not even really a friend of mine. A friend of my ex's bachelor party. And I watched the bouncer struggle with people and the owner come out and fix it in seconds. Love it. He's like, hey, hold on. Why are you drinking? Come here and talk to me for a second. Just completely removed this guy from the whole situation and no time. Hey, let me talk to you for a minute. I'll get for a minute. Just come. Oh, you are a PNG? Let me talk to you. That's interesting to me. I just watched you completely divert a whole bunch of like, as a bouncer, you're looking at it. It's like, these are problem people. The owner came out, saw it, 
and fixed it in seconds. So I don't know that dude's name, but whoever he is, props. Props. Yep, we gotta get to the Browns in just a bit. Lily, are you ready? All right. You wanna earn your Sims money? I'm 17 years old, I'm about to read these ads. Get to the my bookie one. I love how the gambling ad is the wholesome one. Yeah, that's that's the good one. Also, I didn't even realize it was about gambling. I just I thought it was about that. I like that as a parent. I'm like, yeah, do that. And the gambling is the wholesome one. <laughs> all right, well, Lily, do you have it? She makes further in life. Do you have all three screenshots? Yeah, I do. Let's do this. Earn your Sims money. My Sims money. Okay. Get your expansion packs with chewy dick pills. Should I start with that one then? No, nope, you start with where they start. Okay. As a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite... I can't read that word. What? Oh, wait. Gridiron. Gridiron, okay. Hang on. Do I start over? Keep going, you're good. Our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season. It's almost over. So now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.a-g today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, you're one-third of the way there. You ready for the Chewy Dick Pills one? Is it the Chewy Dick Pills one or the Manscaped one? Manscaped. Manscaped! Wait, oh, this grand, is... Grand finale is Chewy Dick Pills. Chewy Dick Pills is going to be the grand finale. Uh, Manscaped, uh, which is a gift my brother got for Christmas... Uh, it's going to be the second one. Lily, take it away. Support for Armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. God damn it. I love how Lloyd lost it from the other room. What'd you say? Don't don't do that. We never do that. Okay. That's why Manscaping has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer, trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. 
Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping. Use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. They will. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair. Armchair. At manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. Armchair. Ready for the grand finale? Alright, just you guys are aware. It's my 17 year old daughter reading these ads. <laughs> I'm a minor. I cannot wait to text Andrew about this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I'm a father. You're a great father, Lloyd. <laughs> I swear to God. Alright. Bring it home with the Chewy Dick Pills. Grand finale about the Chewy Dick Pills. Earn that Sims expansion pack money. (laughs) Okay, this is worth every penny that you're spending. I'm already well past happy with this. Everyone in the room is just losing their minds. Alright, guys. Let's talk about sex. (laughs) Woo! I mean, let's... Good sex. (laughs) Yep, yep. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Cialis. It's Cialis Edmondson. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Oh my god, this is the funniest shit ever. (laughs) Anyway. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. (laughs) You got this. Do I add my own personal endorsement? No, don't. Please don't. Please don't add your own personal endorsement to the Chewy Dick Fields read. My 17-year-old daughter, please do not add your own personal endorsement to the Jewy dick pill read. Wait, did you say the Jewy dick pills? (laughs) I'm talking through a... uh, I'm going to help this person with their erection. (laughs) Anyways... Okay, the caramel is fully kicked in this one. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. No more. <laughs> yeah, this uh, isn't at yeah, all. For Not sure. how it's panning out for me right now, but yeah, that's all right. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code armchair. armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com. Promo code armchair, armchair. to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. 
Alright, now that uh, I need a minute to wipe the tears out of my eyes oh for that. Oh my goodness. I, I, I literally walked out of the room once. Run me my check, big man. <laughs> you said it's like, I, I, I had to walk out of the room for the beginning of the reads. I was like, alright. It's fun. It's what I, it's fun. I walked back in and sat down and uh, I regret nothing. <laughs> This uh, is the best decision I've made all year. Yes. Uh, Lily wanted... A Sims expansion pack. And asked me for money, and Alex said, I'll throw in if you do the reads. And I couldn't love him more right now, because that was one of the most fun and... That was by awful. far the most fun I've had doing reads on oh, this podcast. So I'll sit down and re-record them. Y'all can use them every time. God damn. We'll just use that Amazing. recording. I love this game. I think we okay. I think we can only use them once though, because like it just loses its novelty after you just. I'll make a couple different ones and a couple different voices. Yeah, she'll just start throwing in like the personal experience thing and watching me have full meltdowns. <laughs> I heard you losing your mind from the other room. I literally walked in the other room like, all right, it's, it's cool, it's cool, it's fine, and then I just. And then he heard so his his baby fancy. talking about chewy dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> it made me it it probably should not have made me as amused as I was. But I love every second of that. Thank you. That was thank that you was both. thank everyone in the Thank you. I'm gonna oh, thank a lot of people later on for this year because this is the last episode of the regular season, but holy shit. It's been a year. That was fantastic. Thank you. I thank you. Yeah. We're an hour we're an hour and uh, about one minute into this, we haven't even roasted. We haven't even roasted the Browns yet. But guess what? I mean, they do it themselves. So. Yeah, they're <laughs> gonna get to them. Before we roast the Browns, I want to throw this out there. So week three, I was uh, at a a gig, and um, <laughs> really, <sighs> yes, I was. I like how in, the pa- in, in past episodes I've made fun of Alex a handful of times. So when he says something he thinks I might make fun of, he looks at me. Every time in this episode he said something... I look at Lily like... He's looked at my kid. I feel like if nothing else, I have left a legacy to be proud of in that. (laughs) So I was was at the gig and some uh, girl came up to me who was a Browns fan. And, uh, Ice. Um, and... She came up to me. I was just wearing this exact Bengals jersey. I didn't say a word to her. I went to her and said hello. And she started talking a little bit of smack to me. Because she was a Browns fan. She's like, you know what? We're going to go to the fucking Super Bowl. Fuck you guys. We're going to go to the playoffs and everything. And I'm like, because a lot of Browns fans got very arrogant this year. So I told her, I'm like, you have to encourage the possibility that you're going to go 7-9. and nine. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Like Lily's looked at me this whole time. I mean, the craziest part of all of this is I'm surprised a girl talked to you without you paying her, but... Yep. I mean, I paid her a little bit, but... (sighs) For what? Just for the company and conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I spray the maze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But she, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love Alex that was a on perfect the caramels, like dejection. Yep. Because it wasn't just a normal, like, oh, yeah. But, like, there was that second level of introspection where you saw his eyes drop, like, oh. <laughs> and then he went right back to happy. And it's such an incredible shift that I wish every one of our listeners could see in person. Yep. Like, Y'all should make a video podcast and put it on YouTube. I, I think next year that'll probably be a thing that happens. 
it'll, it'll absolutely be you happening. You can get a green screen. We're all green and just float your little faces around like that. So she was good up until this point. No, I like watching videos of people doing that. So anyway, what I was getting at, I'm like, you have to encourage the possibility that they're gonna go seven and nine. And she thought like, no, that's impossible. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to the Super Bowl. We got Odell Beckham now. And currently, you know what the record is? What's that? Six and nine. Seven and nine is not only a possibility, but it's the best they can do. Yeah. So to the girl at Hopscotch who shit talked me one night, you're a meanie, and that's all I got on that. I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell a, a girl to go fuck herself. I mean, I'm about to do it to Lily, but other than that, I don't want to do it. I to like the meanest that he got was, you're a meanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a roast podcast. You could have roasted her a little. Harder. Yeah. Uh, so that girl can go fuck herself, but other there than that, goes. there you go. <laughs> I mean, he did shrug both of his shoulders. <laughs> I mean, you. I guess you can. I, mean, I guess you can go fuck yourself. Almost to suggest, like, I mean, if you really want to, you can go just fuck like you yourself. can go fuck yourself. I mean, if you want to die slowly and painfully, quickly is fine too. I will also point out that his pupils literally are the size of saucers right now. <laughs> I'm gonna look, I'm gonna take a picture of myself out. right now. Um, I just want to see how big they are. Oh, they're, they're pretty big. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. So, yeah. I that girl Car- sucks. I, I, I'm going to go on record saying I love Carmel Schubert. <laughs> Carmel Schubert. Oh. That sounds right. like a really weird stripper name, but... <laughs> Mascot. Brownie. <clears throat> the Elf. Brownie the Elf looks like he is made up of all of the innocence and sanity that Cleveland has siphoned from their starting quarterbacks for the last 15 years. (laughs) Uh, I looked up the reason behind having an elf as a mascot, and I guess the origin is some folklore of elves called brownies that used to help with housework. Uh, Not that any Browns fans or players would ever have the need for them because they have plenty of time to do housework after not making the playoffs for 17 years. (laughs) All right. We call call it trailer work in Cleveland. (laughs) Shanty work. (laughs) That's all they deserve by the lake. And the owner, Jimmy Haslam, he looks like if Mike Pence only kind of hated gay people. (laughs) Uh, He looked... He looks like his head looks like if angry vanilla pudding was wrapped in saran wrap. <laughs> uh, he looks like if uh, Mike Pence and Race Bannon, the guy with white hair from Johnny Quest, were merged into one person and then they had to hate themselves for as much as Mike Pence hates guys like Race Bannon. If you're gonna watch Johnny Quest, that dude's for sure gay. <laughs> Mike, I don't have anything. Mike Pence mostly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that dude hasn't sucked the dick, it's on his bucket list. <laughs> and the GM, John Dorsey. What's bigger, John Dorsey's collection of players with questionable character, or his sweat collection of sweaters? Did you see this? Every Google image search, every picture on Google, it's that stupid white sweater. It's a sweater that he got for free from visiting a college. <laughs> which I'm sure in the future we will map out as a missing persons report from each of those college. I'm fairly certain he took each one of those white sweaters from a different girl that he 
raped and murdered at a different college he visited. <laughs> he looks like Will Ferrell uh, dropped his role Say as it. elf mascot to uh, douchey owner. Say it, Lily. He looks like the Gerber baby. The one that's in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he looks I, like he likes baby food, too. He looks more like the Teletubbies baby. I think that's a girl. That was a girl. Right. She it came out like not too long ago. Like she that the girl that played the baby uh, on the teletype was like was like in like a college dorm room and they were going around. She was with like her roommates saying like an interesting. They're all saying interesting facts about herself. Let's just say Megan McCain. Sure. And then that girl was like, "Oh yeah, I was the the son on the Teletubbies." That's how that came out. It's like, here's the baby from the Teletubbies now! I think the second Gerber baby, like, so when the first Gerber baby got too old, they started doing the pictures of the second one. I think that one actually went to jail for... Um, really? uh, Yeah, I think it went to jail for, like, uh, armed robbery, assault and battery, and abuse of a corpse. Are you shitting me right now? Fairly certain that's correct. Oh, that's insane. Coaching. Freddy Kitchens. Uh, Freddie Kitchens looks like he's the only coach in the NFL to be named after his favorite room in the house. <laughs> his head is basically a canned ham. Yeah. Like, it's the actual shape of a canned ham, and it looks like someone just carved a face into one. It is as sweaty and weirdly pink as a canned ham. That was a long-winded fat joke. And speaking of winded, Freddie Kitchens, after he walks up a flight of stairs... <laughs> He just, yeah, I was going to say he looked like uh, canned ham in a ball cap, which is something that sounds like happens often in Cleveland. Quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so many NFL players probably have secret tapes out there that would destroy their careers. I guarantee Baker Mayfield's is of him passionately making love to Colin Coward. (laughs) (laughs) But when Baker comes on Coward's chest, it'll be one of two times that he ends up busting. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Baker uh, Baker Mayfield looks like he's going through a second midlife crisis by the second half of the season <laughs> yeah. like, like, what he, I do he with- looks like uh, Charlie's uncle from Always Sunny in Philadelphia like the lawyer with the little hands like how much he breaks down by the end of that show looks how Baker's went through this season uh, Baker Mayfield he, uh, he was cut or was a walk on twice in college uh, so he'll know the drill when he gets cut this year because he fucking sucks. <laughs> yes. I look how nice your face was as you said he fucking sucks. Like, oh, he sucks. He looks like he was. He looks. Like he looks so sweet when he said that. Like, he he. He's it's like why cuff all over again. I, I wanted to hug him. Like, oh, you had to say that for it's. It's good. It's okay. He's so shitty. Just like what looks like is smeared above his lip. Yep. He's as shitty like shit. as the facial hair choices he's made throughout the season. And the backup, this Aww. double chin fuck, Garrett Gilbert. Garrett, Garrett Gilbert has second string face. <laughs> he looks like anything he did, he would be the second choice. Though, in it, I will say, it is nice to know that the Browns can actually have a guy named Garrett on their roster. <laughs> Other one did pay so well. Yeah, I know. No, he looks like if he was at an insurance company, he would be like the guy with the office that didn't have a window. <laughs> he looks like uh, he thought 
quarterback was actually only just a button on a uh, sticky hand vending machine because he really wanted his quarterback. That's what was the? I forget what it was. You, you, you were, I remember when I was a kid. I used to. I would try to do the put the the string through the quarter trick. You put it in the vending machine, and then pull it back out. I never got that to work. He, he, he's the Bill Pullman of quarterbacks. <laughs> Running back. Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb, I think he's a bit overrated. He may lead the AFC in rushing, but he doesn't even lead his own running back squad in hotel assaults. <laughs> <laughs> Man, get step up your game, Nick Chubb. I mean, that, that is admittedly a high bar. Yes. <clears throat> no, uh, this dude just retweets Rick and Morty <laughs> and talks about bowling a lot. Like, a lot. He's like an Af- African-American Homer Simpson. <laughs> like, which makes sense even even more when you realize that he goes to work at a potentially hazardous nuclear environment every week. Fair enough. Uh, I just came up with this on the spot. Nick Chubb's actually from a freed slave town in Georgia. That's right, Chubb Town, uh, which he would consider going back to slavery if he played for. Oh, I fucked it up, but I think if it wasn't going, on the Browns. I take slavery over the Browns. Yeah, yeah. That was try what I was trying to say, but I'm ate that caramel and uh, my brain's <laughs> all cross wires. I'm literally watching now through like he's he's been staring at me through the top of his glasses every time he looks at me, as opposed to directly looking at me. So, well, the, this, this has been so much fun for me just watching the caramels land when they did. <laughs> So so here, but a question though: the place where they house all the slaves is that technically called the dog pound? <laughs> so did Abraham Lincoln write "Who Let the Dogs Out"? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good! Oh, that is brilliant! I hate and love myself for that right now. <laughs> well, you're just like, yeah, that's my dad. That was so good. Thank you. I, oh my god, well, that's the perfect tag! Wasn't Who Let the Dogs Out written about like fat girls in the club? Yeah, it was written about ugly girls in the club. What? So it was basically written about the Cleveland dog pound. Have you ever been to Cleveland? Yes. Okay, first of all, okay, time out. Kids. I'm just now finding that out. <laughs> take Mary Santora out. Have oh, you ever been to Cleveland? I love Mary Santora. That's what I'm saying, take her out of the equation. Have you ever been to Cleveland? Yeah. They're the reason that they were the first city to have a law about having sex with animals on the boat. <laughs> they were like, hey guys, we get it, you're getting confused, but stop. That's such a good joke. <laughs> That's really good. I'd take Mary out because I love Mary. With yeah, I do that. She's the greatest. Running back Kareem Hunt, his backup. Lily is just now finding out that I used the TMZ pictures of Kareem Hunt pushing the lady in the hotel. Is that what's happening there? Yep, that's exactly what's happening yep. there. Hmm. But He's being very Cleveland right It now. almost ruined his career, but he does have a couple new sponsorships. Yeah, you can tell from his new commercial where he says, I sparred in a Holiday Inn Express last night. I said, Kareem Hunt. That's a fitting last name, seeing he looks like he uh, he gets into a lot of arguments with ducks about which season it is to go hunting. <laughs> uh, I'm saying he looks like a rabbit. His gigantic front teeth. 
Uh, I picture him eating carrots and arguing a lot with his head coach, who looks amazingly like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> uh, Kareem Hunt is pretty bummed he joined the Browns because now the last thing he would have beaten is that woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wide receiver. OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. I will say, this team is like the Titanic to me. You know, on paper, beautiful and majestic and bound for glory. But in the end, it was guided by a terrible captain named Freddie Kitchens who crashed it right into an iceberg in the shape of Odell Beckham's ego. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I couldn't even write a joke because I'm, I'm so over watching Odell Beckham try to, like, drum up interest and controversy at the end of the season. Like, will he leave? Will he stay? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to... He's the only person talking about it. There's three different yeah. times he has put hashtags on Twitter where he's like, hey guys, hashtag blah, 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 blah. And there's like 17 responses. I think he's just now realizing that no one gives a shit about Cleveland. No one does. The only time they did was when LeBron was up there, and that was brief both times. He left for Miami. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I have one more joke. Uh, here it is. Uh, in October 2018, Beckham worked with ShopRite partners in Caring and Crest to raise money for ShopRite's cause for feeding hungry Americans. The event was a fan meet and greet where for every selfie taken, Crest would make a donation to ShopRite. Beckham took 250 selfies in under 20 minutes. So you're saying and, and then he arrived at the event. So what you're saying is he helped out hunger by being super thirsty? Yeah. I thought that joke was good, but all right. It was. I'm sorry. I stepped all over it. That, that was me. So I'm going to say it again. Beckham took 250 selfies in under 20 minutes, and then he arrived at the event. <laughs> <laughs> and what, that, that is really good. I'm sorry. I stepped on it. I just I got very excited because I thought of the hungry, thirsty thing, and it did not pay off the way out. It was not worth stepping on your joke for, so I apologize for that. Speaking of hungry and thirsty, uh, OBJ more like Frito Lay because he has a bunch of undusted Cheetos hanging from his head. <laughs> I was about to say they look like McDonald's French fries. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. Last time I said he looked like the the lead singer of Nick of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Alex, you should appreciate this moment. Lily laughed at your joke. I know. Like, genuinely laughed at your joke. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I'm not going to get used to it. <laughs> you shouldn't. I know. I think I've only gotten that twice in 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw her drop my drop her jaw, my Kareem Hunt joke. Which I, Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> get over it. We're, right. we're doing comedy. Um, or, we call it comedy. Why do they all have the same tattoos? They all have the exact same tattoos. Uh, I blame Kat Von D for some reason. I don't know exactly know why I do, but I do. Uh, well, the backup, Jarvis Landry, uh, he apparently had played all season with a fractured vertebra, which is a shocking revelation from a guy that I didn't even know had a spine. Speaking of shocking, he's been in the league for six years. Yeah. And he still looks surprised that he can catch a football every time he does. And if it's a, if it's a touchdown pass, fucking shut it down. He loses his goddamn mind. He, he looks like the guy who just was a walk-on for the high school team who caught his first pass. Every pass he catches. <laughs> uh, 
the or uh, who's what? How do you pronounce his name? Kaderil Hodge. Kaderil Hodge. Uh, he's the most confident Ferengi I've ever seen. The what? Ferengi Deep Space Nine reference. Ah. It, was, it was a real, real deep. That is a deep cut. He has so many pictures of him shirtless that you really like. You can tell within seconds, like he's trying to distract from something. And then you see a close-up picture, and you see his head, and you're like, nailed it. That's it. Tight David Njoku. I said, David Njoku looks like a closeted Zion Williamson. <laughs> Why do I know that that joke is better than anyone's going to... That joke is better than most people are going to give it credit for. Thank you. Uh, David Njoku, I was like, this is for sure just Leslie Jones' most recent... <laughs> effort in trying to prove that she is a versatile actress. <laughs> she, it's like Ghostbusters wasn't good. How about tight end for the Browns? If you if you put makeup on him, he is less than Jones. It's that's 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 incorrect in assuming that Leslie Jones wears makeup. I don't know. Sometimes jokes bomb. That's okay. Greg Robinson. I thought he was still doing like piano jokes and wiping stuff off his face. <laughs> he looks like Craig Robinson uh, got took too many hits to the head and forgot how to spell his name. <laughs> he looks like uh, Craig Robinson's character from uh, the great time for my brain to skip out. Uh, uh, the Office. He's bound and down. Oh. Forgot that he was a baseball player and was a football player, but he just said something about Craig Robinson forgetting, so I just got distracted by that as soon as I started to say it. And uh, To me, he just kind of looks like the Hamburglar. Just a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. <laughs> I can see that. You see the point by his eyes where it looks like his head squeezed in it's from a, that mask. It also looks like his face has three layers. <laughs> like his forehead is wider than his eyes and then his cheeks are wide again. So How he, is it that his head has a muffin top? Yeah, <laughs> he looks. His head looks like a cheeseburger. I, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> endorse that joke. It's like he uh, he wanted to do that thing with all the rubber bands around the watermelon to his head because he plays for the Browns. <laughs> I like, I like oh, I know has, exactly what you're talking about. That's fantastic. I feel like he has two really shitty older brothers that did it to him, and that's why he looks like that. Uh, another O-line, Chris Hubbard. Uh, Chris Hubbard has the same smile as the Babadook, which is fitting because this team is also terrifyingly bad. <laughs> I was say, Chris Hubbard looks like a witch who is practicing her curses. <laughs> <laughs> Cast one on somebody, and that's what it came out to be. Oh, another one of these this fucking guys. This Wyatt one. Teller. Holy shit, how did we miss this gold mine in the last one? I'm going to credit Lily for this one because I was... I, she was standing behind me as I was, I was looking at the players trying to write jokes. And she goes, why does that guy look like Abigail Breslin? And if you find a picture of him with long hair and the headband, he for sure looks like Abigail Breslin had a kid with that giant dude from The Longest Yard. <laughs> like... The left side and right side of his face are so incredibly different that you have to assume the sperm that made him had a stroke. I said he looked like Richard Spencer if he was punched in the face for two weeks straight. 
Just on one side, though. <laughs> All left hooks. He looks like he could drop the <clears throat> N-bomb at any time. <laughs> he looks like his first seven words were different versions of the N-bomb. <laughs> oh. But he could only hear them with his right ear. Oh. <laughs> In the center, oh. J.C. Tretter. This fucking neckbeard. J.C. Tretter looks like the perfect spokesperson person for big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Gene from Bob's Burger had his NFL. <laughs> Hot day! Hold on, say that louder where they can hear it. Damn. <laughs> I don't care if I made any of you fucks laugh, my kid laughed at that one. Defense. Olivier Vernon, we're gonna start with him. Uh, he has a uh, French-Canadian name. And a World War II face. His name sounds like an expensive lotion. <laughs> Olivier. I think he's really perfect. I'm sure perfect. y'all could get Jennifer Aniston to do a commercial about it. <laughs> I think Maybe he's, he's born with it. Maybe it's Olivier. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it is child abuse. He's perfect for the Browns because he has a butthole for an eye. <laughs> it just has like shit all around it. Ah, uh, he's Brady Quinn's career. <laughs> wow, <laughs> looks like he's starting a stroke. He looks like he looks like he'd be in the commercial. Like, take this medication, you're gonna have a stroke. Side effects may include being him. <laughs> I can't see where his face ends and his neck starts. It just looks like one big sausage. That's a, that's a common thing with a lot of football players. <laughs> yeah, it's just collarbone, collarbone to eyebrow is all just one piece. Yeah. And Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon Richardson looks like Cindy Lou who the fuck let you out of the house like that. (laughs) (laughs) Sheldon Richardson looks like if the dad from Family Matters made every decision in his life wrong. He looks like if Carl Winslow had Steve Urkel's decision making. (laughs) Did I do that? With none of the Stefan Urkel episodes. None of the Stefan. Uh, uh, Joe Schobert, best last name in the NFL, am I right? No. Nope. It's funny when I typed it in my phone, it corrected it to Schubert. Hell yeah! Uh, Fuck all you guys, it's a, fu- <laughs> it's a great last name. Uh, in this picture, Joe Schobert looks like the only way he gets to have sex is by sticking his penis through the Joe Boxer hole. <laughs> He looks like if Joe Buck was in a really bad car accident. <laughs> See, That's they fun. laugh. Both of them like rolled their shoulders back and went, yeah. He looks like if you said just generated a generic white person on Sims. <laughs> he, does, he looks like uh, when you go to, like when you start the facial like molding for like a, a current video game like Fallout Four or something. And they just have like the everything's uneven and the hairstyle that no one has ever used. That's not, that's that's Joe Schobert. <sighs> oh boy, uh, we we went through the defense. Uh, we're gonna do special teams now. We didn't get to Austin Seibert. We we got to inbred Matthew McConaughey, Jamie Gillen, the punter. Jamie Gillen looks like he was disappointed he had to take off his clan hood to put on a helmet. <laughs> he looks like uh, Joe Dirt's stunt double. 
I know I said this last time, but he bears an uncanny resemblance to Ian Squints. Local comedian? He uh, he looks like if Ian Squints had Blake Hammond's life. Oh, that's a very Cincinnati deep cut. God, I just can't get over his fucking mullet. And the thing with like so many players with like crazy hair like that, and like like Mark Davis, you know Willie Sneed, right? Yeah. They think it's the greatest shit in the world. Every <laughs> single one of them was like, I love my hair. Well, that's what happens when you develop your personal personality around a thing you do. <laughs> And then you now have joined a club where everyone does that thing. You have to figure out a way to matter. And his is a mullet. And not calling his mom on her birthday. <laughs> it's a shitty fucking mullet. But guys, do you have any more? Yeah, I have one for Mac Wilson. Uh, Linebacker? Yeah, I said he looks like if he was a rapper, his name would be 21 Average. Because he looks oh, like 21 Savage. That's so good. Uh, and then I also had uh, Chad Thomas. Uh, Chad Thomas and uh, that fat guy with the crazy hair. They have the same kind of hair, except Chad Thomas's goes out of the picture, just like the Browns' chances of a 500 record. <laughs> Love it. Love it a lot. So I'm gonna say that the uh, the owner of the Browns should now invest in Rustoleum because all of his players apparently end up living in trailers outside of Cleveland. <laughs> and doing my research for this and roasting everybody, there's so many ex-Cleveland players that now live in trailer parks on the outskirts of Cleveland. Please look that up. Please take five minutes out of your day and look that up. It's a real thing. Oh my goodness! It's Do just like their community of, of shitty players. It's like everyone they bring there and they just like drain the life out of them. Like all the players now look like they just looked at the Ark of the Covenant and then had to go to work at a Ford dealership. Like it's all just people who look like Brian Posehn in a suit. (laughs) (laughs) But, you guys, I think last time this season, I think we've gotten pretty good. I think so too. Now, predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. This is garbage game. Yeah, this is garbage time. It's just at its purest form. It's 6 and 9 versus 1 and 14. Um, I think the bang- like the Bengals have been playing with a chip on their shoulder for the past, oh, basically season. But also, I forgot to mention what I, lo- what I liked about the Dolphins game. The Bengals have every reason in the world to give up. And they refuse to. And I love that about this team. I like that about Zach Taylor, which makes me want to like him a lot. So I like that about him. And I think the Bengals pull this one off. I really do. I do too. I, I, I love... I, I, I can't say how much I love that you still have that kind of hope. I look at this season as like someone brushing the dust off of their meth before they smoke it. <laughs> like it's it's fucking you're you're making you've already lost. Just stop. Just take your first round pick. Shut the fuck up and just the first overall pick. Yeah, I, I, it's the best I can hope for out of this season. It's just been a complete. It's been a disaster. Shit show, top to bottom. It's toddlers and tiara as a person. It's, we got to talk about one win this year. Assuming the Bengals will pull this one off. But 
it's just been one win all year. It's like I've gotten so used to talking about a losing fucking team. I, I was say the one week we got to talk about a win, both of us were bummed out because we had previously discussed doing an episode where we roast the Bengals. Exactly. If they lose all the games. So going in, me and I were both like kind of bummed that they had won one. We're like, I guess it's weird to do that now. But, but season's pretty much over now. I say the the final score, Bengals 15, Browns 14. Uh, the the karma really kicked in. Holy shit. Um, player of the game, 15-14. Uh, player of the game, I'm going to say Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. I think he's going to be your player of the game. He's going to be my player of the game. Yeah. Uh, he on. rushes uh, 47 carries. For 92 yards, two touchdowns, and my bold prediction, um, <laughs> is that uh, Joe Burrow eats the same caramel that I just did and completely forgets to show up on draft day. But he can smell numbers. What are your predictions? Uh, all right, my predictions for this week. Uh, the Bengals are going to lose. And uh, Joe Mixon is going to be a player of the game. Just a, a nod to Alex here who's – I'm going to say he rushes for exactly as many yards as it takes to fill the hole in Baker Mayfield's heart that has been created by the Cleveland franchise. I think the uh, – Bengals are only going to score two safeties, and the Browns beat them four to twenty. Uh, actually, that's just the Carmel talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the Bengals are actually going to win. Uh, I'll give I'll give uh, Joe Mixon a lot of carries. I think Andy will have a good game, and they'll send him off into the sunset like the Red Rocket deserves to be. The Red Rocket. The red rifle. Red rifle. But yeah, that red rocket, dog dick. I got on. dicks on the mind. She was right. I'm gay. I don't have a girlfriend. Lizzie, <laughs> <laughs> and this is a stunning endorsement for bluechew.com. Code armchair. Armchair. I will, again, best ad read of the year. Yeah. I, hey, guys. Give it up. Like, I had to listen to my 17 year old daughter do an ad read for chewing Chew dick, dick pills. And uh, a big shout thank you, Lily. Well, you really did make me happy that you did this. One of my favorite kinds of people... I kind of enjoyed it. One of my favorite kinds of people um, are the people that have no chill and no shame, and you have neither. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm pretty chill. I just think I'm not pretty chill towards you, but it's okay. <laughs> That's fine. You're a DJ. Yeah, I know. a proud problem. I, I, it, it made me happy that she did this. Thank you, Alex. I, I appreciate you guys letting her... Of course. It, and it, it really did make me happy. It was the best. Uh, finally, uh, plugs other than Chewy Dick Pills. Joel, do you have any plugs? Uh, no, I have a Bengals podcast on the side. It It's old, but we're going to revive it next year. It's called Happy Hula Days, You Bastards. Uh, nothing other than that. Um, Lloyd's up to me at the tailgate this week. Oh, no shit, you're going? Yeah, I actually I've been to... All but one home games for the past five years. Really? So, I'm a stadium person, like you talked about. Smoke cigs on the ramp, get drunk with your dad. 
that kind of shit. But we'll be tailgating on the hill lot, which is over by the quarry. It's not as big of a tailgate setup as we norm normally have in our group because only four of us are going. But if you see a bunch of assholes that are drunk throwing football and trying to make plays, even though they're old as fuck, say what's up to us and we'll give you some beers or something. I, I, yeah. I'm going to add a plug-in where I'm going to start a podcast with him where I give him one of those caramels. <laughs> yeah, because yours... It hit and it was great. His it was. It I feel almost bad that I gave it to him. Yep. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Last time I did, I had to open the the store I work at the next day, so I wanted to go to bed early. And my brother's like, "You want an edible?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude." And I pop it in. And he says, "Dude, it's five o'clock right now." And I was like, "Sweet, uh, that's cool." And then I texted him some wild shit when he left. I wish I could remember what it was, and then I fell asleep at a good 7.30. Fuck yeah. Uh, Lloyd, do you have any plugs? Uh, no, you know what? Thank you guys for listening. Really, really, I appreciate it. We appreciate all you guys. Everyone who's listened, everyone who came out to it. it, it this is so much fun for someone who's not a comic to get to do something where I, I mildly kind of perform and write jokes. Yeah. It, it's fun for me, and a big, big thank you. Alex. Thanks, man. I appreciate you putting me on here. Let me. Do I appreciate this thing. you coming on, man. I'm going to thank everyone that came on this year: Billy Devore, Muhammad Patel, Rachel Kirkland, Phil Pointer, Chris Seamer, obviously VA Bennett, you Lloyd, Wayne Memet, John Holmes, uh, Jay Armstrong, Ricky Mulvey, Zach Wyckoff. All you guys, thank you for being on this year. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, thank you it. to Armchair All Americans for thank you, guys so much. thank you for sponsoring this all year. We're gonna be back this off season, um, the fourteenth of every month. If 15th. they there's one game left. If they win, fourteenth. If they I, lose, fifteenth. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just enjoying watching you when I say numbers. I, yeah, my my brain just explodes because <laughs> I'm a dumbass. So yeah, we're gonna be back. Uh, we'll throw a couple in. We'll, th- we'll throw a few in periodically. We can't really roast. We'll just bullshit <laughs> for a lot. I love I love bullshitting with Lloyd. It, 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 this has been so much more fun than than I than I probably deserve for what I put into it. it it's it's been great. Thank no, you. you provide the equipment. You give us a house to do it. As long as she can come back once a month and do ad reads, oh, I, I am fine with that. She is for sure doing ad reads again. <laughs> that was the I'll best. I'll be here all summer. Yes. And so, yeah, expect, uh, expect an episode for sure during the summer because... Yep. We'll be doing it like once a month. We'll be back next year. New twists, new guests. Because it's... Uh, I need a break from writing roast jokes, man. I am tired. I will say that uh, during the season, I realized that when I write roast jokes all day... I then say horrific shit to the people that are close to me on a regular basis, and uh, I wouldn't trade it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm okay. This is like a fever. You get the like roastitis, and you you just get in a flow, and you can't stop. I do. I went to work one morning after spending all night writing roast jokes, and uh, one of my coworkers walked up and he's like, "Hey, bro, good morning, man." I was like, hey, "Fuck off, dude. Yeah, it's too fucking early for this." <laughs> Because uh, he had just had his hair braided to the only Medea movie I've ever seen. He looked... Love it. And uh, wouldn't trade it. Thank you. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, thanks you guys, guys for doing it. Thanks, Joel. Joel Enneking, I forgot yeah, to Joel, thank you, no, man. Thank you for doing it, man. And uh, thank you for coming out to the live podcast. 
Thanks hey, for We appreciate me. that. You're one I've of had a good we time. Were one of six people to come. That's fine. Uh, we should have promoted it better. That was kind of well, thrown together on the fly. But yeah, you know what? It was fun. It was fun. We had a blast. And uh, remember your cue at the end. But for one final time this year, I think we only, we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, you Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.